You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Rated PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time: The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Hi, this is Luke Robitaille from the LA Kings, and listen to King's Realm. I think they actually do know what they're saying. <laughs> Welcome to the King's Realm, presented by Guys in Short Sports. Hey, guys, did you know that you could follow us on Twitter and Instagram at King's Realm Pod? What? Yeah, it's a thing. Well, do we actually do Instagram? I mean, no. you can follow us. But. We're there. I mean, maybe like once a year yeah, yeah. or something like that. We'll, we'll post something. But when we do, it's epic. We yeah. try not to burden you with social media. <laughs> right? Yeah. Or, We're really good at this marketing thing. Or I'm just really lazy with Instagram. <laughs> that's, that's what it is. So, the Kings are now tied for the last wild card spot. Ooh. But we're one point out of third. I mean, that's something, right? We started off the week by getting crushed by Willie. But then somehow we douse the douse the flames in overtime. I can talk. Did you just make a free Willie joke? I did. Give a slow clap. A <laughs> little bit. A little bit. All right. And also, we were well represented at the All Star Game, guys. Indeed, we were. Yeah. Kopitar, Dowdy helped the Pacific win. Kopitar didn't score, but he did get assist. the assist. <laughs> he got assists. So no Kopi watch, but whatever. I don't think, I did, don't think it doesn't towards. count. Doesn't count. Anyways, I, if he got three goals, I would count it. You know I would. You would, but it, no one would give it to you. So anyway, let's go. I'm Dennis Wilson. That's James Whitlock. <laughs> what is going Damn on? Damn YouTube and your commercials. <laughs> Forget it. Well, it. Is it worth it? No, it wasn't. <laughs> okay. It was a last minute pull. All right. So What did you... My, really? I was pulling up my heavy vice. Really? It's Tampa Bay, you fucking asshole. It doesn't matter. It's all you, Florida. Oh, oh I'm God. so not cutting this right now. That's <laughs> fucking dumb. A. Hey, Florida, Florida. They're all idiots out there. Do you not live in Kevin B? No, it it was just voted the worst state in the union. Wow. By by Floridians. <laughs> <laughs> they voted themselves out. And Jordan Heckman. Hey, no Grammy road trip this year, guys. Yay. I like that. And I don't know if you've heard him laughing in the background already at our how much we're Fucking idiots around up. here. Yeah, we're screwing this up. But uh, we have a special guest this week. Tried to class it up for you. Tried to, but it's not working. Our good friend, Michael Timoney's with us. Yay! Oh, and oh, the crack. And, and the crack. crack. I got a crack. I got a crack. You ask and I uh, I give. Nice. <laughs> That's what she said. Oh. <laughs> Was uh, that a V8 over there, Timoney? No, that was a Barks root beer. Oh, it's got bite. Oh, I see. He's going the Luke Robitaille route. Yeah, I see. Oh, smart. Yeah, yeah. root beer. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Fake it till you make it. I like it, Timony. 
<laughs> That's how I roll. Well, speaking of shit shows, <laughs> um, how about that game against the Canucks? Do we have to talk about it? I, I mean, I don't know really what you say about a 6-2 blowout. We're legally obligated to put 10, 10 seconds to each game. Legally? Yeah. <laughs> to the bylaws. Yeah, and, and the Kings played for about 10 seconds that game, too. So it all works out. Right? Yeah, yeah. right? I mean, t- I mean, 10 seconds, is, 10 seconds is enough to score two goals. And, and that's it. We're yeah. good. Moving uh, on. <laughs> I mean, a little bit of good news. I have followed did get his fourth goal. Yeah. His second in as many games. Um, however, Quick was pulled after giving up five goals on 19 shots. Ouch. Yeah, they, they like to say that it's not the Quick and the goaltending is least of the worries. Like, uh, I don't know about that. Yeah, I mean, Stevens went on record saying that the best two players in that game were the goalies. I don't know how, how you get five goals on you and be considered the best goal or one of the best players on the team. But uh, Kepper did come in relief. He played pretty strong. He allowed one goal on 16 shots. Um, Kopitar also added a goal to his uh, hashtag Kobe watch. He's at 19 now, James. Hey-o! And Forbert, unfortunately, left halfway through the second period and did not return with an undisclosed upper body injury. He is now listed as day-to-day, and he did not play in the game against the Flames. He got his feelings hurt. <laughs> is that what it was? <laughs> That's upper body. <laughs> I thought that was Nick Shore, because he's, he's also hurt, too. Yeah. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> he's hurting all our feelings. Yeah, he's exactly. Oh, he's well, not right now, because he hasn't been playing. Uh, speaking of the Flames, uh, holy shit, we beat the Flames. Right? I feel like that hasn't happened in a long time. Get the Kachuk out of here. <laughs> and in Calgary. Yeah, and in Calgary, which was awesome. Um, no really Kachuk sightings in that game for the most part. He's tamed this year. That's because he's going to get his ass whooped if he's not. Um, in true LA Kings fashion, we did give up the first goal of the season. Uh, on the that season? The whole season, sorry, now, like the wow, forty-something <laughs> game of the year. Again. This is what happens when we stall and I start drinking before we uh, record. They give her the first goal of the game. I even wrote down season. Was I drunk at work? <laughs> Apparently, oh, wow. Jordan was, doesn't work. Was it even? <laughs> That's what I get from this show. <laughs> it's sales, you know. Hey, you know why there wasn't a Kachuk sighting that game really? Because McDermott was playing. Yes, the equalizer. Oh. And he's six he foot five and whoop your said, ass. Hey, McDermott could really beat the crap out of me. Uh, maybe I should just play hockey this time. Yeah, that is the <laughs> the last guy on the Kings that I would fuck with. Hey, right? With, absolutely. Wisdom comes from turning twenty, I guess. Actually, I take yeah, right. <laughs> no, Actually, I take that back. The last person who I'd fuck with, fuck with would, would be Quick, because Quick would kick my ass, and then McDermott would kick my ass. Yeah, Quick would just hold you down until that's McDermott true. Got there. That's true, and, and, then, and then punch me in the nuts. He'd try and put a blocker to your throat. That's yeah. all. Yeah. Ouch. Uh, speaking of first goals of the game, the Kings own the record for most comeback wins this season. Not a tough feat when you give it the first game, something like two thirds of the time, first goals of the game, two thirds of the time. What are you at? 29 games? Something like that. I, I saw the stat. I tried to find it today. I was unsuccessful, uh, but it's a lot. Hey, James, we need to like really cut back on Jordan's drinking before the shows. Yeah, He's right? all over the place. Uh, Muzzin did tie the game up with a power play goal. Muzzkill. Muzzkill. Um, Muzzin has actually quietly amassed a seven-game point streak. Well, when he's been healthy, at least. Well, no. I mean, it was seven games. He's been back for seven games, right? No, he's only been back for like four or five. Yeah. So, but in, from before the time he was hurt to now, it's been a seven-game point streak with two goals and five assists. I like uh, it. Good thing we didn't uh, trade him like everybody was saying, right? Yeah. Well, people are fucking idiots. Like James. Especially when it comes to defense. People don't know what they're talking about. Neither do we. But James. Regardless. Did I say that? Yeah, yep. probably. Yep. 
More than likely, that would be something James would say. Sorry, I was looking at the uh, stats. Uh, James is over there what was it? At, at Red Tube. <laughs> we are, is, welcome back to the show, James. Yeah, thanks. Uh, we were talking about how Muzzin has a seven game point streak going. Oh, yeah. And it's a good thing we didn't trade him like some idiots said they should. I never said trade him. Uh, I just said a lot of people weren't buying his ornament. Mm-hmm. James <laughs> a resident idiot. But I also said, I. well, we talked about in the beginning of the year, Muzzin over Martinez, who do you keep? We did talk about that. Both of them. Yeah. <laughs> and we did. So I believe that wasn't me that you're thinking of. All right. No, it was you. Well, hey, uh, props to the goalies in this game. Both of them stood on their head, Darcy Kemper and Mike Smith. Fuck that guy. Um, <laughs> sending the game into overtime. Uh, however, Pearson did clinch the win with a late goal in overtime to send the Kings into the all-star break with a win. Oh, my. Yeah. Although it does kind of suck that we gave up a point to a division rival, but that yeah, is who's kind sitting of, one kind of point what, ahead of us right now. Yeah, but that's kind of what we do this year. We either lose to a division rivals or we give them a point. You got to stop doing that. You yeah. know what? If if it means we're turning the corner and getting back to where we need to be, then I'll I'll give this one up. Yeah, that one win's gonna make you think we're turning the corner. You're the one that went rainbows and butterflies two zero this week, so that might change this week. It better. Because uh, I blame that uh, Canucks loss on you, so. I'm going to take it. Agreed. Yeah. Uh, so going back to that, I got to ask, what do you guys think about Stevens just absolutely blasting the team? What do you think about that? Did you hear that, Timony? I did hear that. What do you think? What's your take on that one? I mean, some, something has to be said when, you know, when you're when you're playing so many games and you know, how many games consecutively have we given up the first goal and, you know, right off the bat, we're already behind in a game. I mean, some, something has to get said. And what, what sucks in sports is that there's only so much the coaches can do and say that it gets to the point in the game where, you know, it's, it's everybody's questioning the coaching and it's like, is it all the coach though? I mean, it's, you know, a lot of responsibility has to be put on players and if a player's playing like crap, then something needs to be said. I mean, for me personally, I feel like Quick's been playing way too much. I feel like a lot of the number one goalies in the NHL have been getting plenty of rest. And Kemper's a he's a good backup. I mean, he's proven himself in games where he's had to, you know, come in for quick, which has been rare, or on a back to back situation when he comes in and he he dominates. I mean there's a half dozen teams that would take him as, as their starter oh, for today. Sure. Easy. So. Oh, definitely. And, I mean, that's something that's been strong with the Kings for, I mean, the last, what, like six or seven years is we've had two amazing goalies at all times where it's like you could flip a coin and whatever it landed on, you were like, cool, I'm okay with that. Zakoff. But yeah, I was just saying that we did, we did get a mulligan with fucking Jeff, Jeff Zakoff. Somehow we traded him away, by the way. Yeah. How the fuck does that happen? Uh, we needed new but water bottles. when Zakoff, yeah. when Zakoff was with us there, he did have that good stretch where him and Budai both were just dominating. And then Budai proved that he was the better goalie. And, I don't I remember mean, that. We were, I remember we Zakoff busting his nuts like two weeks after quick. I remember Zakoff won like what three games or something like that, and it was spread out. It, it's I don't know. 
That's a painful memory. But I agree. I agree. There's, we're two-thirds of the way through the season. Now's the time where there's no more mistakes. Like, no. if you haven't figured it out by now, you're done. And if the message isn't getting through in the locker room, it's time to hold people accountable. So, yeah, there's. There, I think there's nothing wrong with Stevens coming out and and just laying it out, being truthful about it. Not not trying to dig anybody, but be truthful about what's happening with the team and saying this is where we need to get better. The, the, the fact that he didn't name any names, like in particular when he was calling them out, I, I think says a lot to it too. Like he's not trying to play the blame game. He's trying to like set his players straight. It's up to the players now in the locker room to figure out who's going to call out who and be accountable for themselves. There should be a closed door with the players, I feel like. You mean with the players, just the players themselves, no coaches? Just, just the players. Get the coaches out of there. Get everybody out there, out of there, and and just let the players talk. And, you know, let them go, guys, we need to wake the hell up because we've got, on paper, an extremely talented team, and we're not playing like it. And if we don't get our shit together, Dowdy's going to go to Toronto. That'd be hilarious if they don't invite <laughs> Nick Shore to that meeting. <laughs> nope. Oh, Nick, hey, buddy. Oh, I forgot to call you, man. <laughs> kind of forgot you were on the team. <laughs> that's just your, that's a good dream for you, right, James? Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm still in it right now. Well, that's <laughs> that's uh, kind of like on the uh, flagship show when, uh, was it Eric or Vic who uh, didn't get invited to the party? That was Eric. Eric, Eric yeah. Oh, yeah, and me. Yeah. Oh, and Dennis. <laughs> yeah. Opening up old wounds. Yeah, thanks. Okay, so we good? We good on what? The games? Yeah, we're. I think I think uh, we covered it all. We're happy to get two out of this week. Two like, points. Yeah. yeah, go to the All Star game. Speaking of All Stars, what did you guys think? Did you guys get a chance to watch? Uh not as much as I would have liked to. Um, I did watch a little bit of other skills competition and I watched a little bit of the uh, first Pacific game, um, which I mean, thanks to the Kings, we won that one. But Right. I got to see both Pacific games. I didn't get to see too much of the East Coast game a little bit, but uh, again, it's don't same, worry, they same recovered as, plenty by fucking everybody else in the NHL. Right. Yeah. Same as last year. I, the, the format is amazing. Yeah, this is... So I, I think it's great. I think the... The game format is amazing because there's nothing really better than three-on-three hockey. Well, yeah, plus it, um, it, before they, they'd never hit. It was always just kind of like they were out skating sure. around and kind of like try to get fancy. This allows them to be fancy. There's no hitting in three-on-three. Three. It, it's perfect. It's yeah. awesome. Well, and there's there's plenty of breakaways. There's plenty of action oh, where yeah. you get to see players put on moves. Sure. There's Mike Smith doing 360s and allowing goals. Mike Smith almost getting <laughs> a goal himself. Right. Mm-hmm. Close. He was trying. I will say though that the skills competition, I I'm kind of over it. Um, the same people win it every year. It 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 seems like like almost every single one. Like it's it's always McDavid with the fucking speed. Like Ove, Ovechkin's always up there with like the hardest shot. Um, and I I will give the NHL props. I feel that that's more generated towards the kids. Yeah, because it's fun for the kids to watch. But as the adult, like Saturday is like a throwaway for me. So. I want to pose a question to you guys. And Michael, I'll start with you first. Um, mm-hmm. Do you feel so the the whole idea from what I saw was NHL is trying to get more individual focus on players instead of it being like um, a division thing, especially when we're talking about skills competition, um, which is why they changed some things up a little bit. Uh, do you feel they accomplished that? And um, 
did you get a chance to watch the NFL Pro Bowl and see their skills challenges? Which do you think played better? Um, I mean, for me personally, I didn't watch any of the Pro Bowl stuff. Um, I don't know. I, I mean, hockey's always been my first love. And, I mean, for me, it takes – I'm probably going to piss off a lot of football people, but – to me, it takes more skill to play hockey than it does football. And with some of the things that these guys have to do in, in the skills competition for hockey, for example, they have to hit these targets. Some are raised a little bit, and uh, there's little tiny goals. You have to skate you know, with a puck, keep your head up, and you're skating fast. And even just doing a simple lap around the rink in – 13 seconds on skates is incredibly hard to do. And it's amazing to me that these guys can do that. Like Connor McDavid. I mean, all it takes is one little edge to slip and he's going to break both his ankles into the boards. That'd be cool. But yes, they have have so much talent that they're able to, to do these kind of things. And like with football, it's like, yes, they have the whole moving target thing and, and all of that, but it's not as impressive to me as an NHL all-star uh, skills competition is. Jordan, what do you say? You know, I, I like the skills to a certain extent. And like I said earlier, like I, I feel like it's more geared towards the kids. And, and that's great because that's the future of hockey fandom is the kids. Uh, my kids, your kids, everybody's kids. Um, but I feel like hockey is like the ultimate team sport. And it, it teaches that so well compared to even like we're – like all the media coverage around football, it, it puts it very much on the individual where they all, you know, get their own spotlight and stuff like that. And I feel like the skills competition kind of gets away from that. But it, again, it is only once a year. So it is nice to have them showcase their skills. So, I mean, I'm kind of whatever on it overall. I could take it or leave it. Well, I think the the whole changes that they've made, even going to three on three, helps showcase individual skill. It's a little bit different than your three on three overtime which is very systematic, you know, and trying to break up plays to get your breakaway. The The game seems more fun, and they're allowed to show a little bit more individual skill that way. So I think that that definitely helps, you know, show off the individual guys like you're, you're trying to say, James. So skills competitions, no matter what it is, it's always going to be about the individual. It's never about division or anything like that. So I, I think that's kind of like a moot point, but... I don't know much of what they did at the Pro Bowl. Like, did they change the actual game itself they, to well, show off individuals? No. no. So what they did, uh, as far as their skills competition, um, this year they had a few things. They had kick-tack-toe. So they put a grid up between the the the, uh, the, the uprights. The posts. Yeah, and you had to – you played uh, conference versus conference on tic-tac-toe, so the kickers had to put it through squares to win. I think that kind of got long – Got a little too long um, because that's a pretty precision game for a kicker to like spot it into oh, the yeah, center sure. of the cross. So, um, it's because Greg the leg wasn't there, right? Yeah, that could be one. The, when you say long, are you saying like Drew Doughty doing his skills competition long? Or? Yeah, 147. Um, yeah, that was a little rough. <laughs> a full minute over. Was that the, the, the accuracy shooting? No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, did you guys see Hillary Knight? 
she went out there and did it. Not as a part of the official competition, but she went out there and showed showed off her skills. Uh-huh. She would have got third place. Shut up. Yeah. <laughs> she did like 11 point something seconds. When can we get her signed into the NHL? She wants to play in the Seriously. NHL. Like, she is amazing. Wow. But yeah, she would have got third place. That's nuts. So yeah. the one thing, one thing that I love that the NFL did. And she's prettier than Jeff Carter. You're not yeah. wrong. Yeah. Um, I loved, I, they played a game of, of dodgeball. See, that's kind of fun. Okay. So what I'm hearing, cause I didn't get to see any of it, but what I'm hearing so I'll far, you, you, you've, you've named two events right now and it's exactly what Jordan's talking about. It's for the kids. I don't give I a shit about dodgeball. I played dodgeball as well, a kid. Well, you're a giant kid, James. It's a kid in me. You're yeah. a giant kid. Yeah. So it's perfect for you. Yeah, exactly. You watch it with your boys. Like, it's fun. Like, I get it. They, I mean, but they had a blast doing it. So you got guys, no matter if you're if you're a, a punter or you're a quarterback or receiver, you're all the same in dodgeball. You're just That's a big true. gangly target. So... <laughs> Um, how many gangly dudes are in the NFL? How many gangly guys are playing center in the NFL? (laughs) Have you seen Jared Goff out there? (laughs) As a quarterback, his center just like freaking looks like a refrigerator out there. Yeah, easy target. So um, here's one thing that I will say about the NFL, like with playing dodgeball, like that in particular. What that does is that takes them out of their element and makes them apply their skills to a totally different sport or different activity than something in the NHL. Now, I, I get it. I mean, Football has a benefit of the doubt. It's at the end of the season. These guys don't have to play a game for another seven months or whatever it is. Where the NHL, it's in the middle of the season, so they have to worry about stuff. You know, I don't think hurt. anybody's worried about getting hurt playing dodgeball. No, of course not. But like, still, like it's just the whole like scene around it is just a lot more laid back. If so, you can dodge a wrench, you can dodge a ball. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, um, other than patches not being there, it was a pretty cool event. Um, <laughs> seeing. <laughs> Seeing, seeing those guys. So I like, I like what they did. They, the NHL went more technical. So they went with a lot more technology in it to, to up it that way. But to, to the viewer, that doesn't mean much to me. So you have, you have lights in the goals instead of the, the styrofoam targets. I like to see a styrofoam targets just blow up. It's kind of cool. Yeah. So like seeing the lit up targets, that didn't do much for me, but the one thing I don't understand what they did, and it was I think I think for LA they stopped doing it was the 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 shootout. Well, I don't understand it why they took a, that away. It, because it came like a freak show of like Corey Perry bringing out like a a twelve inch stick and. But see, that's like that campiness is like what made the NFL Pro Bowl skills competition fun. Yeah, I want to yeah. see a PK Yager. You know, <laughs> I want to see I want to see those kind of things. See people get creative because. That brings personality into the game, which if you've watched Patrick Kane do a commercial, uh, it's horrible. <laughs> they have no personality. He's like, he might as well just be a cardboard life-size cutout. Uh, it would have been better. Yeah, it would have been, been better. better. Yeah. It's the worst commercial I've ever seen anybody do. And <laughs> hey and, and, and that's, that's including watching Dustin Brown do that Toyota commercial. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> it was a little rough. But these guys actually they they can show their personality they can have fun with it and that's what you want you want to be able to see your your favorite player have some fun with something well to your point pk does have the best commercial even though it's not a good commercial he does the best acting in the commercials yeah yeah so so that that's the one thing the one thing i love about the nhl all-star game though is that we're doing it somewhat mid-season so we get to see all the stars and with the nfl by doing the pro bowl right before the super bowl oh hold on Let's see who this is. Uh oh. Got another caller. Who's on the line? 
Uh, it's a guy wearing pants. Oh, well, get off. <laughs> Hang up on that guy. Michael, can you hear who's on? No, I, I mean, I can hear somebody talking. I don't know who it is. Hey, it's that one guy that does that thing. We got a, we got another we got another caller in, Mr. J Flats. Thank you for joining the show. Hey, I heard that you guys uh, that you guys were getting together, and this was an intervention for Michael. So I'm glad I could be a part of it. Yes. <laughs> now so, tell him how he hurt you. Yeah. Can you point on the Kopitar doll where he touched you? <laughs> oh, there we go. Well, for. With, with the baby coming, I'm going to just start calling Michael at 2 a.m. just so he gets used to it. That's a smart idea. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Sounds great. Thank well, you, Jay. We can take shifts. so excited. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I hope your wife doesn't listen to the show. It's wonderful, I promise. What are you guys? What are you guys talking about? What are you chatting about? So we were just we we're just wrapping up about um, the All Star Game. First of all, what your thoughts are on this year? Um, all-star game did it meet the expectation of kind of showcasing some of the players ta- individual talents and then if you got a chance to see the nfl pro bowl which you felt was better well personally i'll never be able to top last year's nhl all-star game just because i was able to get into the mix with some of the greats i didn't think i'd have a chance to meet bobby Orr or you know run into mario lemieux and for me, I'll never be able to top it, so it doesn't matter what happens from here on out. <laughs> Michael, is that where you... Every, everything is Ill, Ill in comparison. Michael, was yeah, last year when you met I, Gretzky? I agree, because I agree. I got to meet uh, Harvey the Hound and Mickey Moose and, <laughs> you know, I got, just, to, I got to meet hear? Victor E. Green. <laughs> that's these, that's these the worst name. These are bucket lists that you get to check off. You're checking these things off. <laughs> Michael, is that where you met Gretzky? No, I met Gretzky at an outdoor alumni game between oh. the Edmonton Oilers and LA Kings. Oh, who, who did he play oh. for? Oh, Wayne G. Love Wayne G. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are so tied. You, you have a nickname for him? That's that's pretty sick. Yeah. I didn't know you could put, a, put an initial to the last name. That's pretty cool. Well, that's that's how he checks into restaurants for a table or hotels. It's just Wayne G. Good to know. <laughs> yeah, to and know. then the people go, "Who? <laughs> <laughs> What's hockey? That's that thing with a stick, right?" <laughs> I thought that was golf. <laughs> well, I did. I didn't get to see the Pro Bowl. What did you guys think of the Pro Bowl? So I, w- I was saying that the skills competition was a little more, I, th- I felt like it was a little more fun where the NHL went a little more technical. They added some new new gadgets to uh, put on the ice. But the one thing I love about the NHL All-Star Game is the timing because with the Pro Bowl, it's right before the Super Bowl. So the two teams going to the Super Bowl, you don't get to see those players play or do anything, which is, is kind of, oh, yeah. it kind of sucks because those are the two best teams of the year performance-wise. Well, but to be fair, we didn't get to see one of the goalies that's going to play in the Stanley Cup Finals. Well, yeah, because Quick. Quick was taking a break, so... Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> I was with there. you. I was with you. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate that. No, but... It, right, but, but, for, but for the NFL skills, you know, they have that one category, ball deflating, and the best guy is not even going to be there. Right, so it was actually fair for everybody else. <laughs> <laughs> because he's on another level. No, I was I was mentioning before you got on was I love the 
the the idea of like a dodgeball game because it's just it's just guys having fun out there and and you know not only you get to see them in a different light and uh sometimes with pro sports it's i think hockey does it best but it's really hard to get players out of their own world to for the fans to see them as who they are um so that that was that was one thing but i love the fact that with the nhl we get to see players from every team there um kind of showcasing their stuff so for me, NHL wins. Go figure. I just didn't. I didn't like the Pacific uh, jerseys. It looked like uh, sanitation or prison workers. So, like uh, ducks jerseys, then, right? <laughs> <laughs> none. None of the jerseys were good, by the way. Not one of them. So I didn't, I didn't mind. I, th- I think it was the Metro. They were the blue and like the highlighter. Like, that was the Atlantic. Yeah, that's right. Sorry. They're, yeah. Those were kind of cool looking, but they were very like KHL looking. I, like all of them were very KHL looking. I'm still confused about this. Why you have to suspend a guy a game for, for turning down the all-star. That doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah. I don't get that either. It's, I mean, really, could you get hurt at the all-stars? Yeah, you could. Um, I don't, yeah, but I don't, I feel, I feel like the all-star games are, you know, you're nominated or you're voted for. It's a privilege. It doesn't seem like it's something that's mandatory. Like if you're just not up to it cause you're, you know, dealing with quote unquote nagging injuries. Why did it, why do they, why do they have to suspend you for a game? You know, I, that I don't, that I don't, I don't get that aspect. Or why does a guy suspended five games get to go? Yeah. Right. Yeah, even more. Uh, yeah. That's a better true. question. Yeah, he was booed oh, mi- every time he touched the puck, too. Well, I mean, have you seen his nose? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's huge. We're talking about Marshan, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it kind of, it should go both ways. Like, hey, you're suspended. Sorry, you're doing great this year, but you know, you broke you broke one of our rules. You're suspended. Sorry, we're we're uh we're gonna have to uh take that invite from the All Star game Shit, away from you and give it to somebody that. else. Yeah, I was wondering about that. And did you catch on the broadcast someone was talking about Marshan? And since he's, um, it was like since earlier in the year or something like that, he got in trouble for something for a hit or whatever. Uh, and three people have been suspended and fined for retaliating against him. And one of the guys said, it's the best money I've ever spent. Oh, damn. Yeah. Because <laughs> he is not very well liked around the league. And when you see him at the All-Star game, it's like, you see like PK or Drew Doughty or, you know, a number of guys and like they're equally respected across the league. Like then everybody respects them. But a guy like Marshan, like people don't like him, legitimately don't like him, <laughs> which it's hockey. Like well, everybody's gotta, kind of I, brothers, you know, I got to give Marshan some credit though. If you can, if you can play for a Boston team and not go to jail, you're doing all right. <laughs> right. <laughs> Their, their fans are brutal in your face. If you make little mistakes, that that fan base is brutal. The ironic part is Lucci actually wrote a, a kid's book about bullying. <laughs> yeah. Are, you are you serious? Oh, yeah. He's in, like, his Boston Bruins uniform and everything, yeah. Oh, shit. Oh, my God. <laughs> from from the Boston Bruins. That's awesome. I did not know that. <laughs> yeah, look it up. <laughs> Like so many you learn so, something new every day. So both of you, Michael and Jay, you guys were intimately involved last year at the All-Star Game. Wait, they did what? They were intimately involved really? with the All-Star Game, not oh, with each other. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> Dennis, Dennis was hoping for so much more. But 
what what was your favorite takeaway from like at the LA experience of of being able to be part of that whole production? Well, I mean, to see firsthand and up close a couple of key moments. One, Chris Pronger taking out Bieber in a celebrity game was amazing. <laughs> oh my God, that, best picture ever. That that is that's up there with you know watching uh, Kessler's kid score a goal. You know, that was the only moment where your favorite team didn't matter when you're watching his kid score a goal. Absolutely, and and skills comp. Uh, I just think it was the overall, the the grandiose of the whole event. You'll never get that many guys in a top hundred in the same room in any sport in any history. It, it's unprecedented, and I don't think it can happen ever again. At least we won't see it, right? Yeah, Michael. Uh, All right. So my my uh, my All Star experience was. Uh, basically spent inside um, the convention center the whole time. My, my job was to be in charge of all of the NHL mascots. So for me, um, I mean, it was more so being with Esther Sharkey and Wildling, kind of sticking close with them because, yes, it's in L.A., but you also have to respect the fact that it is an NHL event. And it's not an LA Kings event. And I think a lot of people forgot that. And oh, you know, really? while while working that event, I was employed by the NHL. I was not employed by the LA Kings. Well, that, my favorite thing was watch, watch watching you walk around with the biggest pooper scooper I've ever seen. Those mascots are the worst. <laughs> <laughs> So I true. mean, for for me, it, it it was definitely like I can be honest with you. I saw maybe two minutes of the skills competition, and I saw maybe one minute of the actual game. Oh, really? All my all my time, I yeah, I didn't I didn't get I didn't get that experience like a lot of people like Jay did, and a lot of other people that worked it got. My I was with the mascots at all times of the day, you know, my day started at five in the morning and it ended at, you know, seven o'clock at night for most of that week when we were doing all of the fan fest stuff. And, you know, I did have some cool moments where when the mascots were doing little competitions in the convention center, you know, CM Punk was there and I got to like get in arguments with them and like kind of play it up for the crowd and stuff. And we got to have a lot of fun doing that. And, but he's well, also a douchebag in real life, right? Just, just oh, say yes. He's like the nicest guy you'll ever meet. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh, yeah. No, he's a super, super cool, down-to-earth guy, like very, very passionate hockey person. I mean, he loves the Chicago Blackhawks, and there you can't say anything about the Blackhawks that, you know, he won't shut you up about. You can quiz him on anything, and he's going to know it because he's a diehard hockey fan. And – um, that was something that was really cool because, you know, I got to just sit there and talk to him and, it, you know, it's like he's just a normal human being and some people for like freak out over stuff like that. But it's just like he's just a guy who loves hockey, just like all of us. So so you did have a cool moment. Cool. Make me feel like a dick for asking. <laughs> I got I got I got one more for you guys. Yeah. 
after the celebrity game is over, in the locker room, there's a jersey on the table that all the players and celebrities are signing for Luke and Stacia. And then there's another jersey next to it that Justin Bieber wanted all the players and celebrities to sign his jersey so he could take it with him. Please tell me no and one's so signed so Sergey Fedorov <laughs> is walking over, and one of the kids from Echoes of Hope says, Sergey, can you sign this jersey for Luke and Stacia? And then sign this jersey for Bieber. And Sergey Fedorov goes, What is Bieber? <laughs> <laughs> yes. And I'm thinking I'm thinking that Sergey Fedorov lives in a world where he doesn't know who Bieber is. Oh, I wanna be in that world. Right? What a right. lucky son of a bitch. <laughs> what is Bieber? I love it. <laughs> what, what is Bieber? What is Bieber? <laughs> We can only dream. Oh, man, what a lucky guy. <laughs> oh, shit, that's great. That's really funny. <laughs> yeah, see, see how Jay's all-star experience sounds? <laughs> hey, can we wrap this up? I've got to get to the guys in the skirts show. <laughs> you got it. Hey, thanks for calling it's in. The Scot- it's, the Sc- it's the Scottish version. <laughs> you beat me to it. Hey, as long hey, as long as they're traditional, there's nothing underneath. Uh, they make it real Scottish. Hey, you you just let them know that we we drink better scotch. Hey, look, when I wore a kilt at Staples Center for St. Patrick's Day, I wore underwear because I know that hockey fans are jerks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> also, it's man. cold inside the rink. Shrinkage. Hey, I want to. I want. I want to thank you guys for having me. It's always a blast. Uh, I love listening to you guys. I'll see you guys at Stable Center. You got it. Sounds good, Jay. Thanks, Thanks Jay. for the time, bud. See you, brother. Later, boys. Hey, so you know how you guys were talking about the the shootout portion of it? You know what they what I wish they would do? I do wish they need they should bring back that shootout. And they need to do what they did a couple years ago where they had just Joe Schmoe's in goal because the whole reason they didn't really do that was because they were worried the goalies were going to get hurt because guys like Patrick Kane are sliding in and just, you know, like the stupid different shots that they were doing. Is that, that why it could stopped? Enter your start, your starter. Yeah. I mean, that's why they brought in these Joe Schmoe's and it's like, they should just do that every year. Cause then it's going to be a cool experience for, you know, two or three guys that are, going up against these superstars in the NHL and like the greatest players in the world. And then you're not having to worry about your goalie anymore. Yeah, hurt, it doesn't so matter if the goal back. goes in. I you mean, just want to see what they do. They kind of did that, but it was the goalie streak with like Marc-Andre Fleury and like Bobrovsky and stuff like that. Like that was more for the goalie though. Sure. But I not, mean, we don't give a shit about the goalie in the shootout. We want to see all the antics that the, the yeah, players. Bring yeah, yeah. I just want to see Zach in goal in the shootout. Right. Which, oh, yeah, right. On a side note, when we talk about goalies, the AHL also had theirs Saturday, or sorry, Sunday and Monday, which is t- Con- day of recording. To, uh, Cal Peterson. Theirs was brutal. Their, their goalie competition? Yeah. So I they, feel bad, dude. It was they like put you like three on O. Yeah, they put you no, two, two, two on goalie. There's two shooters, right? No defensemen? No defensemen. And they're they're right at the, like, the base of the circle. So they're... 10, 15 feet in front of you, and it's just rapid fire 10 shots. Dude, that's fucked. Go. It's, it's <laughs> left, right, left, right, left, right, and you're just taking shots. Cal Peterson, the only one to go uh, to go 10 and 0. Wow. Really? 
The only one. That kid's a fucking wow. stud. He's the goal. And he was a fucking machine. Like it was, you couldn't even, see, because they're so close and they're shooting so fast, you don't even see the puck on camera. You just see his glove go out and then he dumps a puck. Yeah. Gloves go out, pads go out, you know, blockers out. Like as, as much as I appreciate the whole Jack Campbell experiment, like Cal Peterson is going to be a stud. He's amazing. See the next quick. I, I think he's going to be better. Than that's, quick. that's what they say. Yeah. Wow. I just love the fact that he was like, yeah, Buffalo, no thanks. I'm going to head over to LA. <laughs> Who wants to play in Buffalo right now? So it's Cal, too close to Canada. Cal He's Peterson like, did was you the see takeaway. what they did with Peter Budai? I mean, come on. <laughs> but they have Jordan Nolan, you guys. <sighs> Great yeah. first name, but no, it's kind not, of in line with what we not experience. not selling me there, Michael. <laughs> I couldn't even say that. That was a, that was a typical Jordan. Yeah, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but if. If any goalie is going to get hurt, it's definitely going to be in the AHL skills competition. I mean, to have it be a a three on three on zero like that—that's messed up. Like, what's the goalie thinking? Here I am at the All Star game, and now I've got three forwards coming at me. That is with so, no defenseman. That, that is, is pretty so fucked up, man. Like, I <laughs> how are you? You supposed to do anything with that? But I guess Peterson was good. Peterson I did it. I, the closest I think was. Two goals. That's they let two out of ten in. That was, was the next. Well, closest. that's actually pretty good. And that was so. They're not. Pa- are they passing back and forth, or are they just like no, just no? Shots, they just like, they each have five pucks. Okay, so it's like warm up shots, and they're just like cranking yeah, them. Exactly. But still, you're cranking Peterson, them like that. He, Peterson let in, I think, two goals in two, the game. In the first he game, he let in like one out of. Or no, he saved two out of three on the three on zero portion of of that. No, he um, had two glove saves in a row. I know, but I'm I'm talking about a whole different event, not the rapid fire. The, the no, no, on the th- first three and three forwards coming the, down. Yeah, the first the f- you talking about the first game? Oh, I know what you're talking about. Where it's three forwards coming down, and they got three shots, and then that's it. And it's it's a literally three forwards on, against a goalie, and it's like they're just skating down, passing the puck all over the place, and it's just like fuck, dude, your goalie's gonna pull his groin having to go right and left and all that. Like, yeah. If yeah, that's I was a unfair. goalie, I would just freaking throw my stick at one of them. <laughs> <laughs> like, fuck, Who threw like, their glove? The fucking PK. PK what? PK threw their fuck, his fucking glove at uh, somebody. Uh, yeah. I think it was at Flurry. Oh, no, Lundquist. It was at Lundquist. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then Lundquist <laughs> still made the fucking save. Which we all appreciated because, you know, Lundquist. King yeah. of nothing. The self-proclaimed king. Yeah, okay. Can we just talk real quick? Why the hell is he the king when he's won a con Smythe? I don't. Or not? He hasn't won a no, con Smythe. Sorry, he's won the the Vesna. Vesna. Like woohoo! Yeah, I don't know. I don't. I don't know. It's just like that's said, New Yorkers right there. Self-proclaimed king. See, and that's the other point I'm bringing up for the All Star Game or the All Star Skills Competition. All these East Coast people don't know how talented the West Coast people are until the All Star Game and until the Skills Competition. And then they go, oh wow, shit, Andre Kopitar, that guy's really good. Yeah. Also, oh, they say Bozer's really good, whatever yeah, his name is. Bozer, from Bozer. fucking, I, I, I well, hate to say it, but fucking Raquel looked pretty fucking good, too. His yeah, goal I've, was I've always, legit. Yeah. I've always liked Raquel. I, I hate that he's on the Ducks, but Ricard, Raquel, Ricard Raquel is legit. He is, that dude is solid. Yeah, that was that goal. Oh, dear God. I just, I wish he would have popped the bottle, caught it. Put water in his mouth and then put it back and skate it to the bench. That would have been the worst. 
Yeah, it was. Uh, I had to replay that goal several times just to kind of really catch on to all the, all that he did. I mean, yeah. just, he scored two goals in the competition or in those games. Yeah, oh, so. I, I'm just talking about the one where he where he goes oh, yeah. straight down center. Even uh, right down McKinnon's down goal, like, dude, the goal didn't even move. Yeah, it, that was fun. I mean, get beat, and and, and I, I don't know who said it, but they said, "Oh, it was, I think it was Kucherov." Was like, you know what? I I I was I wasn't in the best place coming here, but leaving here, like I feel like I'm on fire again. So yeah, for I'm, the players themselves, I think it kind of gets them back in their game, and we're going to see some pretty good hockey. In no, the that, next couple weeks. that's awesome that that it does that for the players. But uh, I'm also going to vote Kucherov. Had that absolutely disgusting oh. goal, the the fake. Yeah, the fake oh, around. Just, oh I don't know that that God. was planned. No, it absolutely was. Oh, it was one hundred percent. One hundred percent. That was the most disgusting. When goal I ever. see it from the back end, it looks planned. But when I saw it from like the the front corner angle, it didn't. It looked like he just whiffed. <laughs> it it oh, looks no, like no, it, but yeah. when you see it from behind, totally no, he, that. and, and that's why he beat goal? the goalie. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, that was on Braden Holtby. Like Braden, that's Braden Holtby. That that's no slouching goal right there. Like it, that was dirty. That was so awesome. Did you see what um, all the Atlantic players did? They all took their helmets off and threw them on the ice. Yes, yes. <laughs> I didn't notice that. <laughs> I did not see that. Which it's like, I mean, that's like that's them having fun. That's your 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 Pro Bowl experience right there. It's that's the, the players, whole point like, of it. Just laughing, like, oh my god, this dude just got a hat trick, and the goal he just scored on Braden Holpe, just undressing him, making him look so dumb. Well, and he that, did it with like just like it was a natural way to score a goal. Like he's done it a thousand times. That was, um, you know, this is the whole point of it too. Is like they should. I I think that's what we were what we were seeing out of our team, out of the Kings in the beginning of the season was they they were having fun, and uh, which we attributed a lot of success to that. And yeah. and now seeing these guys have fun together, like the behind the back passes or like the drop passes, yeah, and stuff some like beautiful that. Yeah. passes. Uh, it, 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 I think it just kind of reinvigorates us for the last third of the season. Let's fucking hope so. And, uh, and, and we get to see some good hockey. Well, we... I will say, I will say the highlight of the all-star, like just the whole weekend is the fact that Brian Boyle was there. Right. That was the absolute, that was like the John Scott moment. Yeah. Cause how is he like the, the guy that is the highly skilled guy that goes there? He's, he's not, that is totally the John Scott guy this year it was the emotional vote yeah oh for sure and i mean he almost won the the accuracy and the skills he was definitely better like, than drew dowdy oh did you Doughty get last in that i would hope so <laughs> <laughs> anyways He's not a sniper now that we are completely off the rails um let's try and finish this up maybe Going on what talk about like something going on this week or uh, something i mean well we still need to do uh general notables and what's it called this or week? Or as they're dubbed this week, uh, Notable General Facts, presented by Jordan Heckman, LLC. Wow. So, Michael, no? this is this is oh. really getting worse, and maybe the intervention is more for Jordan than it was for you. Oh, okay. Thank God. Jordan, yeah, Jordan has you know, a problem. AA's for quitters, and I'm no quitter. <laughs> Jordan, Jordan, I think Jordan's trying to... Uh... I wish Jordan would quit. Oh, <laughs> you're, you're the one that said you liked it, you mother... I think, I think Jordan's going for a mutiny here. He's trying to. <laughs> Ooh, nice. 
Anyways. It's a very intimate crack. <laughs> so there's two stats that I said that I would continue to report until we weren't first in anymore. Are we not um, first anymore? We're still best in the league in PK at uh, 85.9%. Okay. And the league average is somewhere uh, just above 80%. Um, but we have dropped to second in goals against per game. Uh, that title goes to the Bruins at 2.43, and we sit at 2.47. Fuck those guys. Where did they come from? And their fucking Marshand. Yeah. And that fucking Charlie McAvoy kid. I hate all of them. Okay. Whatever. Perfect. Uh, Nick Shore is injured. Meh. We kind of brought that up earlier. <laughs> James is happy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the Kings power play has been on the rise over the last week, uh, getting up to 18.8%. However, still falls well below the league average at 19.57%. Is that well below? I I mean, in comparison, yeah. I mean, right, one one percent right. doesn't sound like a lot, but I'm just I'm asking because yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm an idiot. We're so. like twentieth out of thirty one teams. That's pretty bad. Yeah, that's pretty bad. Um, I feel and, like the power play has been a lot better this season than in past. That's true, and I I feel like over the last couple of weeks we kind of been on the rise too. Um, as we mentioned earlier, Quick will sit out a game uh, as a penalty for missing the All Star game. Um, obviously he apparently has a nagging injury, and apparently I mean we can hopefully attribute those terrible games where we gave up a lot of goals to his nagging injury. But at that point, I would like to call it coaching just a little bit for not playing Darcy Kemper a little bit more. That was my first reaction when they announced that he's sitting with a nagging injury. I was like, why the hell hasn't Kemper been playing? Yeah. It's it's not like he's Zadkoff or Budai where you have to change your system, even though Budai was good under that system. But like you don't need to change anything up with Kemper. So yeah. why not play him if Quick's got a little bit going on? Why not give him a game or two to sit? And let him have the all star experience. Like it's there's so many negatives to, to going the way that they went. It's like why did they you have do that? been going? Not just the last week, yeah. but, but I mean, I mean uh, the last month or two. Being non biased, Darcy Kemper is the top three backup in the league. I mean, there's you know Aaron Dell. I think there's the guy on the Panthers, something like that, who's playing really well. And then there's Darcy Kemper. Now being completely biased, he's obviously the best backup in in the league. But um, I just don't understand why you don't play a guy like that. He's played what nine games. Yeah, something like and that. And he's gotten points in all of them, but one? Yeah. Uh, why not play him more? Well, yeah, I mean, you just let him sit cold, too. So there, there's issues that come about from that as well. So. Sure. I mean, he went like a 32-day span without playing a game from oh December God. to January, I think. That's how you don't keep a backup goalie next year. Yeah, no shit. Well, yeah. I mean, the not way... To mention- not to mention, too, that Quickie had how many bad games and they were still starting them back-to-back and against some, like, top five teams in the league. I mean, you can't you can't do that. No. I, I, it's, I don't care what Steven says. Like, you know, oh, it's not goaltending. It's there's other problems. Yes, there's other problems. Obviously, the, the defense hasn't been there. You look at the course numbers. Every game, they're, they're trending the wrong way. So obviously there's other problems, but you could tell that Quick was not tip top. He was not 100%. Something's going on. So why not early on give him that rest to get better so you don't lose all those games? Well, that's a, I believe that's the it, choice I don't like. At the state of the franchise get. too, they also talked about being able to play two goalies. They did. Yeah. Like that was part of the system going in. So I I'm surprised that we're not sticking to that when when we've seen a lot of the other things that they've that they mentioned in play that we're not doing that to to at least give balance to the team. Uh, the team gets. I mean, the more they get to play with 
Kemper, the more uh, adjusted they're going to be to both goalies. Sure. So if, no matter what happens, because look at Pittsburgh in, in the playoffs, you know, all of a sudden you could lose a goalie and you got to know, you got to be comfortable with both guys yeah. to know that you can play them. So without going too far over than we already have, um, is is this, I just want a yes or no answer from everybody. Is is this something where Jonathan Quick is overpowering Stevens? Saying, I don't think so. I want to play more. Or do you think this is Stevens maybe going through some growing pains and learning how to play both of his goalies? We can't really just say yes or no to that. Yeah, you expect me. <laughs> That's true. I, I kind of <laughs> added to it. You're asking James to just say yes or no. That's okay. silly. So we'll leave James out of this. <laughs> uh, and no. just, and I, I looked it up right now. Uh, Darcy Kemper has, play, has started 10 games this season. That was close. And uh, Quick started 39. No. Uh your answer is no. I don't I don't think it's quickie overpowering Stevens at all. No, I don't think so. I think I think it's the team panicking and they're going, Oh, quick save us. I yes. And, okay. and it's it's not happening. Like you don't you don't start quick at you know those four games when how many just terrible five hole goals he let in. You know, you obviously gotta figure out, hey, quickie's not in the right state of mind right now. Something's up. We need to we need to sit him, let Kemper play because Kemper's thing is, proven himself. Historically, Quick has a bad game. If he gets sat, he comes back like on, on fire. fire. Yeah, yes. and he's also been notorious for having a bad game and then coming back and playing a really good game. So it goes both ways. But if you sit him, he historically comes back and is just on fire. So why not run with that? There's so many. There's so many reasons why he can just sit for a game or two. He's still going to be the guy. No one's going to take that away from him. There's not a goalie in the league that can come in and take that away from him. So why not give him the rest, get better, come back, be on fire? It's also a major psych, uh, psychological thing too, because um, I've read stuff where it's like when a goalie lets in six or seven goals. Do you pull him or do you leave him in and let him ride it out and see how he reacts well, and to it? Especially that game against the Canucks, like we we knew we were going to see Darcy Kemper the the next night. So why pull quick halfway through the game? That is a wake up call to the team. That's not so much to the goalie. You think? Yeah. Okay. The, the, that, the coaches that, do that, that all the time. Right there, that alone, that psychologically, that probably messed quick up, and I can see why he got pissed off. Because it's like he did off his fucking helmet that for like point, 90 seconds. At that point, Stevens should have pulled him after the second goal. They were two very sloppy goals. The team wasn't awake. You need to pull quick right away to send the message. Don't let him go all that way. And then you're gonna pull him, and all of a sudden now he's gonna be pissed off fighting it. Like, yeah, he had every right to. If he's gonna play crappy, just leave him in. Let him ride it out. I mean, we're already losing the game, and it's not looking like we're gonna win it with the way we're playing. Leave him in. Let him ride it out, see how he reacts to getting a break the next day, and then go from there. Psychologically, that messed him up. Yeah, I, I agree. If you're going to pull him in a game like that where you let up let two easy goals that early, and even the third goal was easy and early, it's you got to pull him, especially after that third one. You, you got to pull him at that point if you're trying to send a message to the team and get them to wake the fuck up. Because yeah, that's that's the, the one. Period. Yeah, because that that is the game where Stevens after the game he goes, you can ask anybody on the team, they can tell you the game plan, but there was just an absolute refusal to follow the game plan. Yep. So that is he's calling out his team, but he didn't do anything really during the game 
major to wake them up. I mean, I don't know what happened in the locker room between periods, but at some point you got to pull quick and it's not in halfway through the second period when there's five goals on the board. I mean, the minute Louis Erickson scores a goal, you got to pull your goalie. <laughs> Especially right. when the guy hasn't scored in like what they say, like 20 games and all of a sudden he's got two. In the yeah. First. I say, didn't he score? Like, two? come on. Yeah. Oh yeah. Er- Erickson was on his way to a hat trick in the first. Yikes. That's bad. Well, um, and that it's just, you got to pull him. The good news is, is uh, Quick has an extra day to get his head right because Tuesday he's suspended technically. Yeah, that's such a stupid fucking thing. Tuesday, uh, we'll see Darcy Kemper against the Dallas Stars in Dallas. Michael, your favorite team. The Dallas Stars. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> is that just because of their fight song? Is uh, by what's their faces? No, it's because they used to work for them. Oh, that's right. Yeah. We went over that. Okay. <laughs> Well, uh, your second favorite team is uh, fourth in the Central at 28-18-4. They're 17-7-1 at home, and they're 6-3-1 in their last 10 with a plus-21 goal differential. Which I don't understand how the Dallas Stars have not won a cup within the last, like, four years because their team's pretty fantastic. Coaching. What? Isn't there a coach someone we hate? I don't know who you're Probably about. if you're not a if you're a Kings fan, you're gonna hate every coach. That's true. Was Jamie Compon on their coaching staff or something? I don't know. No, I was gonna say it's Lindy Ruff, but he's with the Rangers now. What a funny name, Lindy. Oh no, it's uh isn't it uh Ken Hitchcock? I don't know. Somebody Google like that. is your friend. Hold on a second. I'm Hold pretty on. sure it's Ken Hitchcock. We're on uh AOL dial up over here. Nama Nama not gonna be working here anymore. <laughs> By the way, that was like the funniest <laughs> reference. Like I didn't pick up on it when you said that, like live on the show. But oh, I was editing. I was fucking crying. By the way, <laughs> yeah, it's Ken Hitchcock. By the way, okay, it's Bob's okay, perfect. That was he was rumored to be coming to L.A. before Stevens got the job. So yeah, we fucking hate him. There you I, go. I don't think that's the reason to hate him, but okay. Okay. Well, <laughs> Jordan's on a mission of hate tonight. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He's yeah. trying to bring the hate couch back. He got I was, called out by Ben. I was called out by Ben to bring more hate, and uh, that's coming after I get through these fucking games. Uh, Thursday, we're All at right, Nashville. Here you go, Jordan. Here's some hate for you. Corey Perry. Fuck that guy. <laughs> that's my that's a good start. That's my immediate response to anyone who says Perry. I don't care if it's anybody else, but if, if someone says Perry, like, like if we're watching Scrubs or something like that, Perry Cox, fuck that guy. Katie oh. Perry? Fuck that chick. What about Perry the platypus? You would. Fuck that guy. Anyways, Thursday at Nashville. Fuck those guys. They might as well be Perryville. Um, they are second in the Central. The Perryers. <laughs> They're second in the Central at 27, 11, and 7. Uh, 16, 4, and 3 at home. 7, 1, and 2 in their last 10. They've been pretty good lately with a plus 22 goal differential. Um, yuck. I don't like that game. And then Saturday we come home. Finally. Yay. Yeah. After a couple games before the all-star break and a couple games after, uh, we get home and we play, uh, the worst team in the league, the Arizona Coyotes. Oh, Fuck there it you, is. James. James. Thank you. <laughs> I, I like how we connected on that. Yeah. We, we, we just made eye contact and we're like, let's piss off Dennis. And we did. Oh, oh. Dennis is fuming right now. Uh, as I mentioned, they are dead last. Hey, Michael, you know that uh, Coyotes don't howl like that, right? 
I really don't give a damn about coyotes. <laughs> Dennis, it drives Dennis nuts that they howl. <laughs> I hate that. Like anything happens, they they go on the power play. A wolf howl for coyotes. They score a goal. Wolf howl for coyotes. Like, God well, damn. they they have to do that though because there's not really much to celebrate in Arizona. That's true. Well, and and that's like the Orange County Ducks playing an LA County punk band whenever they score a goal. <laughs> Well played. Yeah, well played. you are, you will never ever let that go because Pennywise is from Hermosa, just like you. I'm not from. I'm from. I live in Redondo. He'd like to be from Hermosa. No, no, thank you. Anyways, I just when's when's Arizona gonna move? That's what I want to know. To Houston? No, no, <laughs> that's, Houston's getting their own team. No, 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 they're not. Anyways, um, Arizona's dead last in the Pacific and dead last in the league. As I mentioned, at twelve twenty nine and nine. That's those. Oh. I, I I honestly had to double check that because that seemed backwards. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, wait, excuse me. Twelve doesn't make sense. How bad? Yeah, yeah tw- only twelve wins. I think one of those is against us, unfortunately. But you are correct. Yeah, they are six fourteen and six on the road, and uh, three three and four in the last ten. With a oh, hold on, wait for it, guys. Negative fifty four goal differential. Shit. Well, that's like the complete opposite of the uh, lightning because they're like a plus like fifty something. Aren't no, they? they're they're like plus forty eight. Like it are like plus fifty maybe. So At one still... one point they were plus fifty something. I yeah, remember it. It's it's retarded. Oh my you know God. what's sad too is that their GM he's like twenty seven or twenty eight years old or whatever, and he made some moves and you thought, wow, the Coyotes might actually be sort of legit this year, and mm, then. Nope. Everything went downhill, and then they trade uh, Duclair, which was just idiotic, to then, get rid of him and give him to the Blackhawks. Like for like move. nothing, too. By the way, like all they did was help the Blackhawks with that trade. Yeah, like yeah, Anthony Duclair is probably the minute he got traded was popping bottles, going, "Oh yeah, baby!" Right, so, anywhere so but So is Mike Smith. Yeah, right. And they're about to lose Ekman Larson after la- or after next season. Oh, there's no way he's they're resigning. They're not going to pay him. There's no no even if they were offering him all the money in the world, if he resigned there, he'd be an idiot. Yeah. So yeah, like here, can I ask a quick question? Not to get off topic or anything. That's all we do is get off topic. Athlete, <laughs> if you're a professional athlete, are you willing to play in a crappy, just with the the worst team imaginable? For a stupid amount of money, or would you take a pay cut to go to an actual contender? This was actually similar to a question on the flagship show a couple weeks ago. They asked, would you like to be the best player on the worst team or the worst player on the best team? And oh, I, worst I think player it, on the best team for sure. Put me on the fourth line, baby. I'll play I two think minutes all day. I yeah. have the best answer for this question. Is I think it, it depends. This is going to be like a hypothetical thing, but it, it depends on where you're at where you're at in your career. If you are in your twilight of your career, you want to go win a cup. But if you're, if, if you're up and coming, say you're 22 years old and you're a hot commodity and you want to have someone build the team around you, like how cool is that to be Connor McDavid right now and have them trying to build a team around him? Even okay. Keyword try on, on that's, that note. That's why I use that verbiage. Yeah. But even take even take that at 22 years old and be the worst player or the least the least experienced player on a great team because now look at you're, all the people you get to gain from. So you all the experience you get to draw in. Um, I I would I would say I would rather be the worst player on a good team just because. Well, that's not the question at hand right now. The Tampa Bay Lightning right now and getting like a 45 second shift the whole game. Yep. Same here. 
Because you're going to gain so much more from that than making a shit ton of money and you learn nothing. But it's trial by fire. Look, look, at, look at the Edmonton Oilers, too. How many first picks have they had? Nobody's learning from like nobody. Six. It's all a bunch of rookies trying to figure it out on their okay, own. Like, well, oh, you got Milan Lucic, but cool. Just six million a year. And Patrick Maroon, right? Okay, I think we have the perfect person. Okay, so, I mean, this, this question was posed because the Coyotes right here. Oliver Ekman Larson, he's 26 years old. Right. He's a really good player. He's going to get paid. He probably could get paid a ridiculous amount of money from Arizona because they're going to have money to spend because they don't really have him on their payroll. Or he could take less to go elsewhere. If you were him, would you take less to go to a better team or Absolutely. would you take more to stay on the Coyotes? Absolutely. And, and you take a shorter deal, right? Maybe take a three-year deal if you can get it for less money. But then you get a chance to actually highlight and play with people that will kind of bring you up, and then you get your big deal when you're 29. For me, like he's he's probably best player on the team, if not really close. But going to a different team, he's probably going to be even better than he is right now. So if I were him, absolutely, I'd absolutely go to a better team for less money. No question. Absolutely, because if to your point, if you take a three-year deal, you start putting up crazy numbers because you're playing with better people to you're make you better. Fucking paid. You're, you're 29, really going to get paid. And at you're going to get a long-term high deal. You Especially are, if you want to stand the cup. Still another, in your prime. Here's another loop for you. Here's another loop for you. Same player. Say I don't even know what he has on his contract. Say this is his last year on the contract. Right. I think it is, right? Yeah. No, he's he's, he's on he's the same contract tripping. rotation with Carlson and Dowdy. So he's got this year and oh, next, yeah. year, next year he's okay. up. Okay, well, look at it this way. He's now trade big, but are teams looking at him as a rental only? Or are they looking to get him and then sign him to an extension? I don't think you look at him as a rental. I think I think someone like Tampa Bay looks at him as a rental for a replacement for Victor Hedman while he's gone. And then when they come back, they're going to be stupid good because they're already putting up one of the best goals against our uh, goal differentials, sorry, in uh, the league. And so I, I think if he goes to someone like Tampa Bay, Tampa Bay wins the Stanley Cup. So are you Easy. still willing to not sign that extension knowing that you're going to be a rental temporarily? Absolutely. Moving yes. to yep. another state and then possibly going somewhere else where you don't know if you're going to get a one-year contract, a two-year contract, you're Ekman Larson. You're not worried about getting a contract. No. And, and, and your stock money. only goes up if you have a Stanley Cup on your resume. Exactly. I was going to say, to your, to your point with your example, Jordan, like him going to Tampa Bay, winning a cup as a rental, needing a contract in a year, you got a Stanley Cup to your name. You were the best player on a shitty team. You helped a team win a cup, dude. You're getting paid. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. No, I, there's absolutely no situation I could see where Ekman Larson should stay in Arizona. No way. No. No no, no amount of money. To, he needs to get the hell out of there no, if he wants nothing. to do anything I, in his career. Yeah, there's no reason. And the, the fact that fucking Shane Doan was like, I'm a coyote like until death is like, he's a fucking idiot. Yeah, but he should have been asking for trades a long time ago. But, but he's like an Arizona Senate turn down right i don't even know i don't be. care but like he should have been out there he could have won a cup somewhere somebody would have taken him oh, like yeah. Yeah, one of those contract years Not but no he just Thank was God. dumb and stayed who would Thank i had God to we hate want a stanley cup because who knows what drew dowdy would have been thinking right well uh next week on the uh ekman larson's realm um, <laughs> anyways, oh please we talk about you more than ekman larson <laughs> <laughs> fuck you anyways all right so everybody's prediction let's go Who's going first? Michael. Not me. <laughs>
James. No, I'll go. How many games do we have this week? Three games. Three. Dallas. Dallas, Nashville, and Arizona. All right, we're definitely winning in Arizona. That's the show. Well, Dallas. <laughs> well, I mean, Arizona is our kryptonite, but I feel like it, it's going to be okay. We're going to make it. That's going to be our. That's. That's going to be okay. Um, Dallas. I'm thinking an OT win and Nashville. I don't. I don't see us coming out with the win in Nashville. Unfortunately, even though we have a great record playing in Nashville. This is why I like you on the show. You're calling it exactly. How I think it's going to happen. One, one, and one. one, one I and think one. we're we're going to win in Dallas in overtime. We're going to we'll lose by That's maybe two goals in two Nashville, and, and then I think with Arizona, it's going to be it's going to be a one goal game. Yeah, two one in regulation. So Timmy's calling two one, giving a point to Dallas. Oh, correct. I'm saying two one. Okay. I was going two and one as well. No overtime though. Same thing. Lost to Nashville. Yep. So we won that game. Jordan, if you fucking... In our last three games, we are two and one. Against Nashville? No, just in our last three games that, we, that, that we've played. Okay. Rangers, Canucks, and Flames. Two and one. Well, you got to bring up old shit. Yeah, well, um, <laughs> we're going one and two this week. One and two. Who's one the win? and two. Who's the win? Zona. This team needs to Wait. fucking prove it to me. That we can fucking win. No overtimes, huh? Geriatric games against people like Dallas. And then they all seem to prove that they can take gut wins. Or gut out wins against teams like Nashville. Who are arguably going to be in the playoffs and make it very far. So so who, who are you saying we're going to win? Arizona. We're going to beat Arizona. Everybody's saying okay. Arizona. I, I'm actually leaning more towards Dennis. That this is going to be a, a regulation win against Dallas. Um, I, I mean, Kemper's in net. I, I feel really good that, that this team realizes that, you know, we're, we're past a, we're past a, a defining point, which is the all-star game. This is like, you know, we kind of passed the halfway mark, but now we're past the all-star game and it's the race to the playoffs. And I think they're going to come out strong. You're also the first person to call the Kings for playing shitty after they come off a long break and they've had five days. Well, what I'm going to say is that. When Drew Doughty's having fun, this team is having fun. And Drew Doughty's coming off a very fun experience at the All-Star game. I'm hoping he's going to bring some of that back and, and continue to have fun. And going back to the beginning of the show, Stevens called everybody out that nobody's paying attention to the game plan and shit's going to change. I think that's the message going into the break. That's going to be the message at practice. And that's going to be message going into this first game. And this first game is going to be their proving point to their coach that yes, we're all in on this system and we're going to play this game. And so, do you start Kemper for all three? <laughs> Great question. Well, he's definitely getting one. I say you start Kemper for three games. See what happens. Um, I say you start Kemper at least. I mean, he's got like to start for Dallas, so that's a given. Yeah, I so, like it. And I say at least Arizona. Dennis brought it up actually uh, a, a few weeks ago that the two times that we, we won the cup, Quick has gone out for an extended leave for injury. Not so extended. Not, I mean, I think not extended, I think it's but at been least like for a, a week, few games, week, week or two. Yeah, it's a few games. He's gone out for an extended leave, and also I'd like to point out that every year we've won the cup, not only has Quick gone out for an injury, but the Kings have made a trade with the Blue Jackets for somebody or something, 
and the Kings just traded Zatkoff to the Blue Jackets. Plan the so, parade. Plan the parade. Sorry, plan the parade, guys. And here's another one to top it off. Oh, my God. Both times, both times the Kings have won the Stanley Cup, a Timony has been born. Oh. Oh, what? Yep. Plan the parade. My, my, in 2012, my nephew, Matthew, was born. 2014, my nephew, Liam, and my niece, Gabriella, were born. This year, we have two baby Timonies coming in, which means... We're winning a Stanley Cup, and it's also an even year. Well, technically, um, both years we won Stanley Cups. There's been two. I've given birth to two boys, and I just snipped my nuts last week. So, oh, shit. That's <laughs> well, this is getting cut from the show. We're going to end on Timonies. <laughs> we're planning so a parade. We're never going to win a Stanley Cup ever again because of James. Thanks a lot, James. Hey. Fucking James. I see it, what I can it, do. It sounds like James needs to get that fixed. And then adopt. You can reverse that. Yeah. No, no, no. A religion that doesn't believe in birth control and just be one of those people (laughs) with the big vans and all the kids. There's there's three little James running around. I think James did the right thing. (laughs) We don't need any more. This world cannot take many more of us, of me. (laughs) Yeah. We, you know, we were struggling with just James and now we've got three. All right, we got anything else, guys? I think we're done then. All right, so, Michael, thank you so yes, much. Sir. Very last minute coming on the show. Uh, thank you so much for coming on. It's always great to have you. Uh, somehow I think it's going to happen a lot more yeah. often. Yeah. Hashtag spoiler alert. Yeah, I think, I think that might – I don't know. I think you might need to get ready to start putting a lot of miles on your car, but uh, that's what I've heard. Anyway, uh, I'll be there. All right. Also, big thank you to Jay Flats. Absolutely. For sneaking on for a few minutes. Yeah. Just out of nowhere. Just out of nowhere. Jay Flats come cruising in. Love it. Hey, our door's always open. When we're recording, you never know. Doesn't that be? We don't have to give all the secrets away tonight. Jesus. Yeah, not really. Okay. (laughs) Thanks, Jordan. So moving on from that. uh, Also. Guys in Short Sports Los Angeles, got to check out their podcast for all of your Los Angeles sports news. Just well, don't follow well, them on Twitter. Wait, they got this, a special event this, this Friday. This Friday, February 2nd, Steelcraft Steel in Long Beach. Pretty cool spot. It's got some all kinds of food, beers. It's going to have all kinds of podcast dudes there. <laughs> uh, definitely come for the podcast dudes. <laughs> it's going to be a podcast sausage fest. It's what it's going to be. So, I mean, why wouldn't you not want to be there? You want to be there, right? right. There. Michael, don't you want to go? Oh, I'm busy that day. <laughs> Fair enough. Everybody else wants to go. <laughs> I mean, if it involves you three, I mean, I'm already there. Oh, All man. Right. There Perfect. we go. There Great we go. Answer. That's my Good bad. answer. Anyways, they're starting about, I don't know. Like they're starting seven. to record at 9, but we're going to be there at 7, 7.30. Yeah, we'll be there early. So Come in. Ben's buying everybody for first round. So. That's what we heard. Uh, we he did not. We saw him what the, this weekend. He did not deny that. Right. No. Yeah, so, so yeah. Count I think it. that's as good as gold. Count it. Uh, first round on Ben. So be sure he to come out. He also said he was taking out a personal loan at the bank. So I, I think. <laughs> uh. <laughs> yeah, that confirms it. <laughs> So be sure to let your friends know to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, all those fun things at Kings Rome Pod. We're also on SoundCloud, Google Play, 
Apple Podcasts. Apple Pod. That's the one I forget. Oh, because we need to read. Is there? Do we have time for this? I don't know. You guys tell me. I don't know if I can get my uh, Arnold. Uh, you can get your Arnold on. You Arnold promised on. it. You promised we, it. We, we I did, did promise my Arnold. Ah, oh, fuck. I found like it. A personal problem. <laughs> that looks long. Yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> this is from our uh, our our buddy Zach. Oh boy! Oh, this Friend is gonna be a gem. Oh, it's, <laughs> it's it's pretty long. <laughs> you gotta stay in character the whole time. Yeah, I don't know if I can do this. I'm gonna do my best, and it's gonna be atrocious. <laughs> I love it. It or, makes it better. Without a doubt, in my mind, the best podcast that opens to cracking beers and talks 86.2%. Well, that was really bad. About the LA Kings. <laughs> Basically, what I picture is to be watching a game at Stoli's place. Totally party. <laughs> this is really bad. Yeah. <laughs> he lost it. They bore it. About eight words in. Keep going, keep going. I like a podcast. I like a podcast. That's nice. (laughs) They've interviewed guys like Luke Robitaille and Patrick O'Neill. How? If you listen and can figure out, that's all I'm ears. (laughs) But in all seriousness, one of my favorite podcasts, and I'm excited every time I see it in my playlist. Go Kings Go! Hashtag Suck It James. (laughs) (laughs) Is that really in there? Yeah. Yes! You know what? You started out as Arnold, and then you finished as Gru from Despicable Me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you did. It's a great Kuznetsov. Honestly, I'm like good at like one-liners for Arnold, so reading an entire paragraph. Yeah, that's tough. That was really hard, and my eyes are tearing up right now because I was trying so hard, and I fucked it up so bad. I've never heard Gru yell, suck at James. That's interesting. <laughs> Uh, all, you, I, all you were missing were the minions at the end. Right? <laughs> Banana. Banana. All right, this is this we is turning off the rails. The shit show that we are. So, anyways, we are out of here for James Whitlock, Jordan Heckman, Jay Flats, and Michael Timoney. I am Dennis Wilson saying, Go Kings, go! Go Kings, go! Go Kings, go! Go, Kings, go! go, Kings, go.